Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast where we talk about all things air conditioning, the hot topics, the whole cold hard cold facts. Hard facts. <laughs> How are you today? I'm not too bad, are you? Not too, not too bad. Here we are again. It's been cold. It's been, it's been chilly. Three yeah. degrees, I think, this morning. Yeah. Yesterday I had uh, ice on the windscreen again, which yeah. was, uh, I got the hose out, got rid of it, got the car and it's frozen again. Yeah, yeah. Well, the phones are ringing. They are. Everyone needs a bit of heating at the moment. Yeah, so that's what we, uh, what we rely on this time of year, isn't it? Exactly Those right. In these uh, nice, warm, uh, 17, 18 degree days. Um, so that's been good. But um, I uh, just thought I'd do a bit of a, an update uh, on the, uh, the whole COVID-19 scenario, guys. And um, things have turned a bit grim, haven't they, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. notorious, not good at all. Not, not good. And now New South Wales is concerned as well. So... Uh, in actual fact, the six-month anniversary, would you believe, of the, um, uh, the World, Health, World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a public health uh, emergency. So six months, that's flying. Hopefully we're sort of getting towards the tail end of it. You'd hope, so, yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. A bit of a concern, though. To date, uh, in fact, this is up, uh, as of yesterday, uh, 149,000, no, no, sorry, 14,935 total cases in Australia. 9,311 cases have recovered, 167 deaths, uh, unfortunately. Um, Victoria has uh, seen in the last 48 hours, some of their worst days, mm. 532 cases there, um, and uh, 4,740 active cases. 16.4 million in the world. It's unbelievable, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Can't believe that. Uh, New South Wales have been caught out as well with the cluster, some cluster outbreaks there. Some of those uh, relating to those um, nursing homes, which is yeah. tragic. Um, but uh, yeah, on a brighter note, 9.4 million people have recovered. So uh, at the time, a reminder just to say, wash your hands, sanitise, practice your social distancing. And uh, if you have any, stint, any symptoms, Brad, stay the hell home. Stay home, yeah. Right? Yeah. And hopefully we can uh, reduce the uh, second wave as mm. much as possible. Yeah. And the footy's been interesting. Well, Crows lost by four points the other night, so I wasn't happy about three. that. Was it four or three? I don't know. What it was, was yeah. it, it was one of the closest losers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, losing. And then was it the Dockers game? There was the um, the lowest score for like the last 50 yeah, years or something? 16 points or something. Yeah. So uh, some funny old things happening there too, but yeah. uh, I'm not thrilled with the, with the, <laughs> with no, the, with the footy. No. But, yeah. And everyone in Melbourne, wear a mask. Don't be an anti-masker. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's bunning and stuff oh. popping up on social yeah. media. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Well, anyways, we should get, get on with the show. On with the show. Here we go. All right. So, guys, so we've got a special guest on the line today uh, from um, the Climate Control News. Now, they're Australia's only independent publication service in the climate control industry. They play an integral uh, role in covering all the issues affecting the HVAC and R sector. CCN are passionate and committed to keeping their audience informed and providing them with the tools and info needed to excel in our growing sector. 
So without further ado, I would like to introduce the editor of CCN, and that's Sandra Rossi. Sandra, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. And, uh, it's a pleasure. It's a great podcast. Thank you. Happy thank you very much. much. Thank you. Very nice of you. And uh, now you're based in New South Wales, is that right, Sandra? Yeah, in Sydney, in yeah. the heart of it all. So you're seeing, you're seeing just going back to those uh, spikes, you're seeing some clusters there and how are you coping with all that? Oh, it's a bit scary. I'm still working from home. Oh, you are? Although, yeah, yeah. Um, because we're a multimedia company, it means I'm um, making videos wherever I can for our video news updates and doing print from home, uh, online, sort of on the go. It's... Uh, not easy. I try and get in the office about once a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so for those that haven't um, seen or um, read the climate control news, I'm just holding up a, a copy of that at the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, can you yeah. just sort of tell everyone or our audience about uh, CCN? Sure. How it all sort of came about? Sure. CCN has been around for a long time. I've been editor for about seven years. It was around for... Oh, I think a good decade, easy, before I came on board. There's been a number of editors. Um, but basically, Australia didn't have uh, a media company doing uh, HVAC and R. You've, I think you've interviewed ERA, the industry body, which is a great body representing engineers and representing the industry to government. They do a great job. They put out a magazine. Um, a number of different directories and publications and they do conferences, all that stuff. But that's an industry body. So they have their own agenda, their own viewpoint. It's not an independent news service. So CCN's the only sort of media company that's actually putting out uh, a magazine. We put out an online website. We're on social media. We also do a conference. Um, and I think it's, it's, so it makes it very different um, mm. in that respect. Um, you know, we try to keep it independent, down the middle, cover all sides of the story. And that's sometimes interesting because uh, there's a lot of passionate people in this industry that have passionate views and they very let much. me know too. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> very much. How did, you, how, did, how did you personally become involved, um, Sandra? Well, this is interesting because... I'm a, first and foremost a journalist, so I've worked on newspapers, did my cadetship, eventually got into magazines, so I've covered all different areas. I did IT for a while, covering the IBM's, Microsoft's of the world, um, that was great. Did finance, did politics, and then when I got into this game, the funny thing is, when I first applied for Climate Control News, I thought it was about... Uh, greenhouse gases. Uh, I didn't realise it was about HVAC and R until I went to the interview. Um, so I was a baby. So when I started, I had to meet everyone, learn as much as I could about the industry. And it has been a, a growth spurt, absolutely. Now I feel very comfortable talking HVAC and R, but uh, the first year wasn't easy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, um, with a media company, the idea is applying your journalist skills to any area. Because mm -hmm. when you're a cadet, you cover courts, you cover police rounds. That's the idea and you present the information so that it's simple, easy to read, everyone can understand it. Um, and that's the other thing too about CCN. I think it's 
an easy read. It's not too technical because yeah. this is an area that can get very technical. Um, you know what? I, I don't know. On, on Facebook, I read some of the technician groups and, you know, they're always making jokes about heat exchanges or yeah. condensers or whatever, yeah. which most people don't, wouldn't think about. And um, I've always thought this industry is amazing because it's so invisible to a degree mm. and it touches every area of our life, you know, from pharmaceuticals to the cold chain to um, cooling just covers so many areas. And yeah. it just amazes me that because it's so broad, it kind of gets dispersed somehow and doesn't maintain the visibility it should have. Yeah, that's great. Like yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, it's difficult to explain. Mm. And as, as you said, as a journo, you, you'd have to adapt to whatever whatever the story is and, and what have you. How, how, um, how technical did you have to go for that training initially to, to, uh, to get things moving? Well, I obviously don't have to be a technician on the job, mm. but um, I need to learn some of the terms, know the basics. Um, and the people I talk to, I don't have to be the expert. I talk to the experts mm -hmm. and I get the information from them. I ask them, tell me what is happening. I can identify what's news and what's not. Yeah. And, um, and then I put it into simple language, but um, they're the experts. I don't mm -hmm. have to be too much of an expert. I just have to understand what they're saying. Yeah, so tell, us, tell the story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and how often, um, just moving away from that, how often are the publications coming out, Sandra? Well, the magazine's monthly. Yeah. Um, the website's daily and it does get up, updated every day. Social media gets updated every day. Um, our conference is once a year. And we've got a lot of other initiatives that we do too. Like, it's impossible to, to work for a you know, cover an industry, not get a bit passionate about it. Like, you know, there's been a skill shortage in this industry for so long. Um, you know, I, I was doing research on it and I, I got all the way back to 2007. There was still a skill shortage back then. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, so I thought, well, let's come up with an initiative called, we called it Next Gen, where we try and get as many apprentices on board get them to tell their story in their local area. We'll select a top 20 under 25. This is the first year we've done it and we've just put it together. And it's been fantastic, just reaching out to all the technicians. And when you talk to them and hear their story, some of the interesting things that, that, that I've heard, is like a lot of them meant to be sparkies. They went to yeah. the job, job was taken. And they said, well, we can, you can become a RAC technician or a HVAC technician. How do you like to do that? I'll give it a try. And they're like, I'm so glad. This is heaps better. There's yeah. a lot more thinking involved. It's much more interesting. There's a lot more variety. We do a bit of electrical, a bit of a bit of everything. Yeah, so sure. um, they're so glad that that happened. And then I've met other uh, technicians who started out as sparkies and then changed over. Yeah. Which is interesting. So and many all different. Of them didn't even know yeah. about the track. Yeah, there's so many different ways people do enter the industry. You know. Um, Anything from, oh, they just know someone that works in the industry already or uh, they've that's gone straight from one. school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because at school, a lot of them said we didn't even know it existed. Yeah. But that's a, such a common one. They either meet someone or it's a mate's dad or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that was a prime example of what happened with um, 
uh, with LJ Refrigeration, wasn't it? He, he yeah. was saying that he uh, rocked up to, um, to uh, trade school and uh, thought he was doing the electrical course. Yeah. And lo and behold, it turned out to be <laughs> the refrigeration. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Yeah, so that's and he funny, stayed huh? in the trade sets. Yeah, they got their own business now. So yeah, based up in Sejuna and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so, that's great. Uh, yeah, no, testing yeah. my memory now. <laughs> <laughs> a few sleeps ago. Yeah. So um, obviously, with a, a publication like this, Sandra, there's there's obviously costs associated with you know printing and and um, sure even your online pre presence and whatnot. How how do you get your funding for that? Is it through Sponsorship and sponsorship for our events, um, also obviously advertising. Um, the media industry's—it's been tough. I mean, another eight titles closed this week. Wow. Um, it's you know, print seems to be dying. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the the titles that are surviving are general news. People get that all the time on TV, radio, but. If you're addressing a specific trade or a specific area, um, your chance of survival is a lot greater because you become the, the brand for that industry. People get involved in your title. It's about their job. It's about their livelihood. It's what they're interested in. It's not like sort of general news, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think people are more engaged. Yeah. And, so and, I think yeah, the media is going in lots of different directions, isn't it, at the moment? It sure uh, the, is. Social media are, is killing us. Yeah, that's right. People are, uh, you know, uh, taking in the media in all, in all sorts of different ways <clears throat> to what they used to. It used to be TV or radio or whatever. Now it's podcasts and, um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of website stuff and all that sort of thing. YouTube. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic that yeah. you can get your... Uh, media any way you want. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, is it a, Do you have subscribers? Is that the way uh, it works? Yeah, we do have yeah. subscribers. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got subscribers to the magazine. Um, we have subscribers online at uh, climatecontrolnews.com.au. Um, we also have give people options. I do a weekly news video, so if you don't want to, uh, you know, you can get your news any any way you like. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. watched a few of your bulletins. Yes. Oh, thank you. Very thank good. you. The last one was a bit of the, I felt like it was the lockdown edition, which was yeah. done in front of a brick wall. Yeah. Um, but they'll get better, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> as as hopefully a podcast does. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and so, um, Sandra, do you have any sort of stats on who, who your, um, your where your subscribers are coming from? Are they just uh, people sort of... Sure. Uh, yeah. I think it's a lot like your show. There's business owners. Mm. You know, the industry's so broad. It's, yeah. it's the titles, the job titles are so from, you know, indoor air quality experts to um, people that work in um, manufacturing to owning an air conditioning shop technician to refrigeration engineer or it's just so broad. Mm. Mm. So our, it, it reflects the industry, our readership, and it's fairly broad as well. Yeah. And, and we receive, obviously, that magazine. We get that... Um, uh, actually, I don't know how it gets here. Is it, is it delivered or is it's it dropped off or something? It's just there. So we just there. Yeah. So, how, yeah. so how do you... Do, does it go out to all 
people in the industry, um, Sandra, or how, how do you Yeah, wholesalers, wholesalers, yeah. suppliers, um, yeah, everyone. We can, try to reach everyone. Can those who are just, uh, you know, out and about continuously in a van or whatever, can they subscribe to get a hard copy or is it just... Oh, of course online? they can. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, of course they can. But I think the people that are out and about in the van seem to, uh, like, their mobile device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed. I see, yeah. I see them on Facebook and. Yeah, and if they wanted a hard copy, how would they go about doing that? Um, I think they just go to the, you know, they go to the magazine and there's a oh. subscription, or they simply go to, they send an email to subscriptions at yaffa. That's y a double f a dot com dot au. Yeah. Cool. And and do you think that the the uh, the hard copy will be around for a while? I mean, we're seeing lots of magazines and newspapers, of course, moving to the online uh, platform. Is that something that's... Um... You know, it's interesting. I noticed a trend away from print mm -hmm. and they seem to be now coming back. I think people like, even advertisers like to see their ads in yeah. full colour, in print. And um, I think that trend away is now coming back. Mm. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. It is interesting. And I must admit, it's, it is nice to sit down with a magazine of some sort and, and have, a, have a flick through it on the weekend, on a Sunday with a coffee or whatever. Yeah, so, it's a nice yeah. treat. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, um, do you actually advertise uh, the magazine at all? Through social media and other, other ways or? Yeah, um, social media, I think on LinkedIn, I've got about 13,000 followers. Um, and then there's the CCN page that's on LinkedIn and, um, you know, and then there's Facebook and, uh, we try to get out there as much as possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, also the relationships we build with the industry groups and, um, I think that all helps too. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you, um, uh, do anything at ARBS? Oh, absolutely. We yeah. love ARBS. Yeah. ARBS is uh, like the highlight of every second year. Yeah. It's um, great to be there. It's, it's always exciting. There's a great vibe. We always do a, a huge feature leading up to ARBS about what's happening. We have the floor plan involved, the, all the exhibitors, um, as much information as possible. And then we do a special edition follow-up about all the coverage, because there's so much yeah. um, to cover. I think it takes a couple of issues mm. every time we uh, do the coverage. But yeah, yeah I love ours. Yeah, it's, cool. it's a great event. Have you uh, been a journal? Have you got any uh, inside information? Anything that you've heard about coming up in ARBS might be particularly special this uh, next year? Well, the, the good thing about ARBS is that everyone waits for ARBS to make big announcements. Mm -hmm. So you always know that there's going to be lots of news, lots of um, product announcements. Uh, you know, you get to touch and feel all the toys. And the other thing is the seminar program is always very informative because it's a great way to get up to speed, you know, new laws, mm -hmm. new things that have been introduced, trends in the industry. Um, it's just hard to get to everything, that's all. Mm -hmm. But uh, we try and cover everything that's any major announcements. We try to make sure we're there for them. Mm. And with so much going on in this industry from day to day, um, and you, you're obviously hearing lots of feedback from, uh, from people in the industry and working in it, 
how do you sort of decide which um, articles to run with? Because there's, there's obviously so many on your site, so many in the magazine. How do you pick and choose? Yeah, it's probably whatever is <coughs> going to make the most impact on the industry. Um, you know, like everyone at the moment is debating ventilation because of COVID, mm -hmm. talking about air filtration and, um, you know, humidity is a big, a big topic at the moment. So it's really, you know, it jumps on you really because everyone, you, you can see what everyone's interested in, what's happening. And when things like this happen, immediately the industry gets together and they'll develop a task force or do something to towards healthy building solutions or, um, you know, the industry generally responds. So then yeah. all I do is just cover what's happening. Yeah. Okay, this group's been formed. They're going to address this. This is the latest development. So I'm really just covering what's going on, what the industry's doing. Mm. And it's pretty fast moving. There's yeah, generally yeah. different things happening all the time. I mean, the big thing has been for years, refrigerants. You yeah. Know, the mm. whole greenhouse gas emissions, I'm sure you've heard all about this. And um, and the people that, you know, support natural refrigerants are very passionate. And I understand yeah. why they are. Mm, um, yeah. So, yeah, there's always issues. And, and what, do you, what do you see as the biggest challenges um, doing what you're doing in this area? Uh, the biggest challenges in the industry, I think. One, I think the industry really needs to address its invisibility thing and I'm hoping that not because of COVID is a bad way to put us in the spotlight but I'm hoping people get a better understanding of the industry and it, it gains more visibility so that more kids encourage their kids to you know do a trade um, we don't have this skill shortage problem uh, we want because this industry is only going to get bigger and bigger I mean mm. cooling what cooling appliances what, what the UN say is going to the number of cooling appliances is going to quadruple by 2050. Mm -hmm. um, the demand is huge. Yeah. So this industry is just going to get bigger <coughs> and bigger. I think it's going to get more important, greater invisibility, uh, more visibility. Um, you know, because we have a situation at the moment, because it's so broad, there's so many industry groups mm. yeah. um, that there is no single voice. Yeah, really. that's right. Exactly. Mm. Need to come together a bit more, don't we, I think? Yes, we do. Mm. We do. Do you think we need a governing body for the industry? Uh, like yes, a single, a single governing body? Yeah, but how would we do that? Well, mm. I think they've tried and it never, there's always a split here and a split there and mm. there's always been a lot of bodies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and everyone yeah. has different interests, like the air conditioning manufacturers have got their interests and then the, you know, the wholesalers have their, it's, there's just so many different people. Yeah, yeah. There's de definitely different, lots of different fields within the one field, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It makes it difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you see, um, do you think, I mean, do you think there's enough being done to protect our industry and those that are fully qualified over those that are just, you know, we often hear about the certificate twos and um, potential issues around that. Uh, sloppy work, yeah. etc. What do you think? Well, I think the search two issues finally being addressed. I mean, it wasn't for a while, and 
uh, Australian Refrigeration Council has, you know, finally got in there, standing up, doing more compliance, doing more checks, doing more of everything, which is great. Mm. Um, because, you know, you have to protect the trade. You can't mm. let it just um, any dodgy person coming in after, you know, a two-week course coming in and uh, dragging down the reputation of the trade. Mm. I think yeah. that's very important. Um, protecting the trade. I think it's, um, <clears throat> we do need a strong voice and we do need to protect the trade and um, there's still a lot of work to do. Mm. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear when you sort of hear the, the comments and you see on, on social media, you know, whenever there's a, um, you know, someone puts up a post about a poor, poor install or something like this, you know, there's, everyone sort of jumps on it and, and wants to have their say uh, as such. So as obviously still that, that uh, element of frustration out there and uh, what have you. So, it's also taking the end user. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because technicians are very proud of their work, mm. the good ones. Yeah. yeah. And they should be. Yeah. They should be. But yeah, I was saying with the natural refrigerants, you know, especially uh, with, with those now, it can be, you know, for um, a semi-qualified or unqualified person, it can be putting a lot of lives in danger. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, know, it takes real skill to work with these gases and, um, uh, you know, you couldn't just let any Tom, Dick or Harry you know, work with, uh, uh, you know, work in this industry and because right. uh, it does, it does put lives at risk. Definitely. Most definitely. And just um, just run us through, uh, Sandra, when you see a particular or hear of a particular story, you think, well, that's that's worth running, that probably affects a lot of people or what have you. To walk us through the process on how that all from start to finish to actually print. Um, okay, so say someone told me that, oh, this is interesting, Sandra, there's a, a, a place being built here and they're going to trial a new unit that uh, using hydrocarbons or something a bit different, you know, it's mm -hmm. totally, I'm trying to think of an example of a story, something that's different and I'll say, okay, well, let's go check it out. I'll speak to the builder, I'll speak to the people involved. Um, then, of course, I might speak to Fair Trading or Safe Work Australia because they might say, oh, you know, they need to be careful, you need to comply with these laws. Um, so I try and get both sides of the story, mm -hmm. basically, and try to present, especially when I do features and we do case studies, um, if we can get, like, the uh, energy efficiency results or um, a bit of how-to information and knowledge, um, is great to be able to yeah. share that sort of stuff. Mm. So your, uh, your email line's always open, is it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love uh, getting uh, stories from people all the time. I love it. Yeah. Mm. It, uh, send them to Sandra Rossi at yafa, yafa.com.au. Perfect. And on your website, um, on the CCM website, you said, um, climatecontrolnews.com.au, uh, under the product section there, there's, there's quite a bit of um, stuff there from all, all, you know, covering all sorts of products. How do, how do you, um, do, uh, is that sponsor sort of coming to you looking for, uh, to promote a new product or do you, do you sort of, uh, are they bringing, you know, are they coming across? I keep it fairly broad. Advertisers mm -hmm. will say, oh, we've got a new product coming out. 
and send me the information. Um, mm. But all those product stories, they come from everywhere around the world because there's always products being launched. Um, and it's fairly broad. It could be a chiller manufacturer. It could be a new humidifier. It could be a new, um, uh, you know, it's all different. And it could yeah. be maybe uh, uh, building management systems, uh, yeah. controls. So it's fairly broad. Um, so I can't, I couldn't just rely on um, advertisers giving me products because there's just too much to cover. Yeah. 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 You know, because I try and cover as much as possible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's fairly comprehensive, the website too, isn't it? Do you, do you have any, do you, yeah, do you actually um, have a part in, in what goes on the website? Or, I mean, obviously you do. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. 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 I sit down with, um, we look at, you know, it grew from the magazine. So we looked at the magazine yeah. and the regular features and we lifted it, it then on the website. And then over time it's been refined. Obviously 10 years ago, we didn't have a renewable energy section. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, we just refine it over time. Mm. And is there any stories on there that you wouldn't run? Oh boy, it'd have to be uh, if they were dangerous. If, if they were, we do have editorial guidelines because I've mm. had stories from people where they've personally attacked other people, and I've said I can't, or they've written opinion pieces and said, you know. They've had some personal fallout with someone in the industry and yeah. wanted to write something. I've said, I can't do personal attacks. Mm. Um, it's defamatory. I can't do, um, you know, swearing or racist comment, you know, the, all the yeah. usual stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, it's a bit like that. Um, yeah. And if it's anything that's going to put lives at risk or it's not safe, obviously I'm not going to run that. Mm. And is there any, uh, in, in the time that you've been with CCN, is there any stories that particularly you're most proud of or that stand out for you? Oh, boy, there's so many. It's hard mm. because um, there's always new um, things happening. And there has been stories that uh, we've been fortunate when there's been overseas visitors here in Australia and um, they've been at a conference and we've been able to get an exclusive um, you know, in particular areas, those things stand out, of course, and mm. then they get picked up overseas. Um, you know, I love that when that happens because Australia, we're a long way away from everyone. So, sure. you know, if we can get a bit of, um, uh, be under the spotlight for two seconds, all right. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for sure. And on, on the, uh, uh, going back to the website again, you've got the uh, awards page there. How, do you, how does that, uh, how did the selection process happen there for those candidates? That's very much a great, that's a great way to engage with our readers because I, I love an opportunity to go out, meet readers, see what they're doing. Um, there's so many categories in our awards. Uh, you know, we get to recognise excellence. There's no money involved. There's nothing, um, how do I explain it? You know, it's a lot of work doing the awards, but it's actually mm. so worthwhile. Mm. Um, and all the different categories, there's the, uh, you know, sustainability, energy savings, uh, Rising Star Award mm. uh, for the for younger people. Um, so it's a good way to recognise readers and um, be able to profile them on the website and give them some recognition for the work mm. they do. Because they don't always get recognition for you know, the work they do, it's great to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
How many how many people does the magazine go out to? Do you know? Do you have any idea? Oh boy, now because the um, so many channels mm-hmm. try and add it up, there'd be thirteen followers here, another thousand there, another twenty. Oh my, but you're well over twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, followers and all the different channels. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's such a big industry. You know, we could have a hundred thousand subscribers, I think, yeah. if you got everyone, every yeah, technician, right. every shop, every. Um, you know, it's pretty big. And are there, are there similar um, publications overseas that you're aware of? I mean, or is this? Uh, there are, there's the ones that I tend to uh, look at that are pretty informative, are ones like uh, in the UK, you know, Cooling Post. Um, there's a, I think there's a few in Europe. Uh, there's a big one, a, a refrigeration title in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know there's a couple, most of them in America that are bigger, the websites, you know, contracting business and a, a few others. But... Um, the, the ones I look at are probably the ones everyone else looks at too. Mm, yeah. Do you communicate with those, uh, those overseas or not? Not really? Well, I'm sure that they, we look at each other's work because mm. when you're uh, checking overnight, you know, I get in in the morning, I check what news has happened in the last 24 hours. I check my Google feed and all my other feeds and things that I subscribe to. So I'm always keeping an eye on what they're doing. I'm sure they do the same. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They're in this, from what I've seen, their industry is so, so different to ours. Yeah, I don't know whether you've noticed in that. I don't know, in, in America. Oh, yeah, everywhere's very different. It's crazy. They have yeah. different, um, it is very different. Um, yeah. And in so many different areas, I have noticed that. Yeah, yes. They seem to be more greeny in Europe, like more. Um, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Not so much in America. No, they're very conservative in America. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the um, a lot of the equipment they're using just seems to be, I don't know, very uh, very old technology in, in <laughs> for the for the residential market anyway. It's interesting that the head of the industry group over when he came here, he said, uh, "We will never use, you know." This in our uh, hydrocarbons and our split systems will never use um, this, will never use that. And I thought, wow, because in Europe they'll try anything. Oh, they're, yeah. they're more experimental. For sure. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting. But um, yeah. yeah, it it's is. An observation. Yeah. Why do you think it's like that in America? I don't know. I think, um, as far as I can tell, uh, they're, they're not as um, into the uh, efficiency side of things. Maybe they, maybe their, uh, their their cost of power is is I would say a lot less than what we're paying over here, and um, and just the governing bodies aren't, aren't uh, requiring that they have the high level or high efficiency systems. I think you're right, absolutely. Yeah, because the standards are pretty high in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm sure they they still have uh, they still have high efficiency systems, but I think it all comes down to the the cost of you know the cost of the what the customer's willing to spend and yet in other areas yeah. they seem to be very balanced yeah, that's right yeah um yeah. but at, whereas here we we don't have a choice really we've got a uh the, the obviously the, all the systems have to 
get through MEPS and there's uh, high, you know, high uh, requirements for high efficiency. So Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 It's interesting. Mm. So, Sandra, um, if, if our listeners want to get in touch with you guys uh, and, and look at uh, memberships and, and they'll reach out to you, how, how do they go about that? Well, I'm uh, always available. They can go to the website, and um, which is, you know, climatecontrolnews.com.au. Um, all the contact information's there, or they can uh, call the office anytime um, in Sydney and um, they're welcome to have a chat. Or it's obvious I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I think a good way to contact me is via email, mm -hmm. uh, Sandra Rossi at yaffa.com.au. Um, I'm always open to hearing tips and hearing stories and, um, uh, you know, always want the latest news, latest trends. So if you uh, have a great story, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. And we'll put a link to our show notes as usual uh, so yep. that people can find you there as well, Sandra. So, um, but if that's uh, conclude the, the formalities, shall we say, Brad, mm. uh, are we ready to jump into keeping the call on the hot oh, seat? I think, think we should. Let's go. So, keep the call in the hot seat segment, Sandra. Are you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to go. I'll rest the buzzer. You get into the clock, Brad. There we go. And we're away. Uh, okay. NRL or AFL, Sandra? NRL, sorry. Do you have a, you have a <laughs> preference for a team? Uh, yes, I do. I'm a bit of a... Um, uh, Oh, here I am. I'm so nervous. I can't tell. <laughs> tigers, <laughs> tigers, and Cronulla. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, beer, wine, spirits are all three. Uh, all three. All three. Any favourites in there? Yeah. I like my uh, Sauvignon Blanc. A bit nice. of a wine drinker. Like my wife. Okay. Um, if you could change your name, what would it be? Oh dear, um, oh, I'd like something dramatic like um, uh, Madame Von Spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> That's very creative. <laughs> if you were on a desert island with one person, who would it be, please? Oh my goodness. Oh, can I, do they have to be human? No, it would be whoever you like. And my dogs. No rules here. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you could be an animal, what would it be and why? Um, I'd love to be my dog. They're so spoiled. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would that be? Oh, superpower. Oh, my goodness. Read minds. Although well, so that might be a bit scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you a toilet paper folder or scruncher? Um, oh, I think I'm a folder. You're a folder. Yeah. Uh, what's the creepiest Organized. thing you could say to someone who's yeah. passing a stranger on the street? The creepiest thing you can say. Um, gee, what if I'm trying to think what I would find creepy. Um, or if they tell you you smell or something. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> um, I, that's a hard one. We'll take that. We'll, we'll take that. that. Okay. If you're the PM, what's the first thing that you would change? Oh, the first thing I would change, oh, Boy, there's so many things I'd like to change. I don't know where I'd start. Um, Re-elect a new government. A whole okay. new... Every member of parliament, I'd change. All right. Is a hot dog a sandwich, yes or no? 
No, it's a hot dog. Correct. What's the strangest thing you've ever worn? The strangest thing I've ever worn? Um, oh, probably PVC. So oh, yeah. what? Fair enough. Yeah. No comments there. I'm just imagining oh, piping. Well, it was a dress-up party. It was <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. It, it was, it was piping then, was it? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Uh, Sandra, what's the least sexiest name you've ever heard? The least sexiest? Um, probably Dor uh, something like uh, oh, uh, Mary Smith. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Your favourite swear word? Uh, damn. What's your preferred? Your favourite feature about yourself? Um, oh boy, sense of humour probably. And one thing you could, you, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would that be? Um, oh dear. Um, my dandruff. Well, you've got more or less. And Sandra, your porn star name, please. Oh, hang on, that's got to be my first pet, first street. Uh, a bossy, bossy Victoria. Bossy Victoria. Oh, there, there you go. go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we are. Uh, thank you okay. for that, Sandra. You got through those, the buzzers just gone. So well done. Um, well done. Uh, and uh, Sandra, you. we would just like to say on behalf of Brad and myself, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you. Thank very, you for having me. It's been, a, it's been great doing it. Thank yeah, you. Fantastic. Yeah. And we'll get, uh, like I said, those uh, links in the show notes for those uh, to find you there as well. So, um, uh, and send, yeah, send them to me too so I can share them with uh, everyone at CCN. That would be perfect, great. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. So, guys, um, thank you for joining us again on the show. Uh, don't forget to stop by on airconditioningpodcast.com. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, you YouTube can. Now. We're on there too. So, if you get a chance, jump oh, on there. We'll, uh, we'll be on there and um, uh, what else? Twitter, Twitter Instagram, Instagram, LinkedIn. And LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah. Well. So, guys, until next week. Adios. Catch you then. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.